Welcome to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast. My name is Jason Lindsay. And my name is Kitty Truex. Super, super excited, welcome, Kitty. Welcome, welcome. For our guest today, don't go anywhere, we got, uh, what's his name? Billy Hofacker. Billy Hofacker, yeah. It's always fun when it's the guest that's on that I've met in person, that I've actually you know shook hands with. It's been years, but that I know personally, that's cool. I didn't um, know you knew him. That's even even I, better. I, well, you'll hear kind of th- organically through the podcast how we know each other. It, should, it probably will come up. But uh, yeah, that's great. I'm excited for him. You did a deep dive on him. You know more the, about the, the you know about more about him now than I do. Dig it. And what are you most excited about? You know, this guy seems to really know what he's talking about, and he has a, a really cool niche of helping fit professionals to be financially free. Mm. Uh, mm. I really want to know how he found that niche and how he got of out of a hundred thousand. So, worth of debt. if you're not a fitness professional, don't tune out. True. He is a gym owner and a personal trainer coach, all those things. He's going to offer some really good advice. On how to get out on, of debt. Well, that too. Yeah. Okay, fine. But we're going to ask him questions that. about, I mean, well, aren't we going to ask him fitness questions? Well, sure, that too. Yeah. But if you're not a fitness pro, he still has a lot for you to know. Agreed. Yeah. Billy, how do, you, do you know how to say the I last name? I think it's Hofacker. I'm not sure though. So, Kitty. <clears throat> Jason. Have you ever been to Deadwood, South Dakota? No, but you're going to tell me about your recent trip. I just got back from Deadwood, South Dakota. Talk to me. So anybody, and this is, they're not a sponsor. I wish they were. They should, because I'm, everybody's got to go to Deadwood, South Dakota. I just, I can't imagine, do you like to gamble? Not necessarily. Will I? Sure. No, but but you don't have to. I'm glad you said no. You don't have to. Do you like to have some Not drinks in a bar? Do you like Once in a good, while. good restaurants? Sure. Do you Love like to con- eat. Do you like concerts? Do I? Do you like the hills that are full of green and you Yadier. can hike and you can do it? Yeah. There's, there's gold there's, them there's in There's something for everybody in Deadwood. Okay. Yeah. Check out Deadwood. There's something for everybody. Deadwood.com. Check out powerblock.com. <laughs> why would somebody want to go from deadwood.com and book their trip and then go over to powerblock.com? Well, why would they want to do that, Kitty? Well, because we have the best adjustable fitness equipment there is on the market built different. Word up. As well as podcasts and blogs. Now we have uh, new recipes that we're throwing on the blog. So what you're saying is you can actually buy awesome fitness equipment with awesome warranties, very durable, great Rad stuff. customer service. Save space, save money, all kinds of benefits. And you know, we're sounding like marketing people here, but this is legit. We're not. But then you can also find out how to use that equipment. You know, whether you listen to our podcast, read the blog, check out the videos, videos more stuff coming down partners. the pike. Yeah, powerblock.com. I am excited for Billy as well. Let's get him on the phone. Anything you want to add before we give him a shout? Let's rock and roll. Boom. We'll be right back with Billy Hofacker. (laughs) I'm hoping so. I'm (laughs) hoping so. Love it. You're listening to the More Than Just Dumbbells podcast, sponsored by PowerBlock. After the show, head on over to PowerBlock.com and check out the wide variety of adjustable dumbbells. Please, they pay our bills. We would appreciate it. And now... Back to the podcast. And we're back, Kitty. We've got him on the phone. we got Billy Hofacker. I hope I said that yeah. right. Billy's a... Yes, how are you doing today, Billy? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Incredible. Thank you for your time. Take it. Thank you for your time. Billy and I go back a few years. Probably just met the one time, but... Tell us about it. Well, so... well, you, you become buddies well, with Billy? Well, Billy, you go ahead. You, if you remember how we got acquainted. I, I, I remember it was at a, a Thomas Plummer conference in, I believe it was Atlantic City, New Jersey. Ooh. And I, I remember that's probably one of the only times in my uh, 11-year gym owner career that my wife was like with me for some reason. I think, I don't know why she was there, but I remember her meeting you and us hanging out, stuff like that. Does that sound right? 
It does. It was it was Atlantic yeah. City. I was thinking about that today. I think it was the second Megafit. No, I'm sorry. It was the first one. It was the first one. And and I and, and I was thinking about that. And I and I know you don't remember this because it was 11 years ago. But I that was the first time that I'd presented in front of that many people, 150, roughly. Wow. If you remember, there was a big crowd there. And yeah. it was the first, it was, you know, Tom had put this together. I'm not saying we slapped it together, but, he, you know, I, I had to put the presentation together. He didn't really care to look at it or offer any, you know, because he's busy doing his own thing. So I'm up there looking around. I present in front of 20 people at a time, 30 people, all, you know, business owners, right, gym owners. Now I've got trainers. i got all these people. And I was, the, and, and so Tom, you know Tom pretty well, right? Yep. So Tom Plummer afterwards, and, and we're very similar because I, I, at the time I was like, really, dude? But he goes... Yeah, man, you were super nervous. <laughs> he just walked away, <laughs> and they, like just like, but like he's like ripping my 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 performance, and I'm like, oh my god, that's you know, you know all right, little, little bit of you know. But then Todd Durkin shows up, and everybody's in a good mood, you know. So it, exactly. it, it, it was fun. Well, you're not super nervous right now, so you learned something. Jason. Yeah, well, you never know. You, I put on a good face. So Billy, the reason the reason that we had you on, or that we wanted to have you on, is. You, you've got quite a story. You've got a couple of fitness. Yep. You're also a coach trainer. I mean, you've been a fitness guy, and you're doing some mm -hmm. financial stuff for people, not just not just fitness people, but anybody. So I think mm -hmm. our listeners that are that want some advice on health and fitness might get something good out of this. Some, our listeners that want some advice on financial stuff might get something out of this. So with that being said, let's start from the beginning. You know, How do you got to where you're at? I guess maybe the first question is where you grew up and then how you got into fitness. Love it. Yeah, so I actually, yeah, so I, okay, so I grew up in Long Island, and one kind of fun fact, as my kids say, like, they're like, Dad, fun fact, and then it's like, just some weird random thing, but fun fact, I've never moved, so I, I was born uh, in Lindenhurst, New York, which is where I still live, and I got into fitness, I, I, I've never had a real job, I've uh, been a fitness trainer, I, I, when I, when I, I originally was going to go into physical therapy and I just knew I, I goofed off in high school. I was uh, busy playing sports, chasing girls, probably uh, like a lot of people or a lot of, a lot of kids. And I, when I got to the college point, some, some kids were going to college and I, I didn't you know most of my family just like went to community college. So I ended up in community college and I realized I was, uh, I was quite a bit behind. I was taking remedial classes because I didn't pay attention. I, I was, I was, you know, I had, I had the ability. I just didn't apply myself. Uh, so I, I, I had a realization. I was young. I was like 17, and I knew I wanted to do something. I needed to get serious if I wanted to make something of myself. So I, I and I was interested in, in sports, and 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 like the the kind of fitness side of things. It wasn't. I didn't really know what I, there was. There wasn't really fitness trainers I knew about or anything like that. And I. Kind of all over the place, but I, I have to add in also that I, I got into working out before that when I was younger because I was bullied and mm. I wanted to get stronger and learn how to defend myself. So I also ended up getting into martial arts. But anyway, so back to where I was going to uh, community college and I, I was starting to go towards physical therapy and that's how it started. So I was going for pre-physical therapy courses and uh, a guy that actually became a mentor, he was a friend and mentor. He was 21, I remember, and I was 17. And I thought he was like the coolest guy. He was the first guy that I met that I thought was cool but was also smart. And he was you know, into his getting good grades and he cared. And, and he really influenced me tremendously. And I, you know, I kind of started turning things around. I started getting serious about it. I realized it wasn't anything special about him other than he was putting in the work. He, was, he had a really hard upbringing. I remember his both parents were deaf, and his uh, he had an abuse. One of them, them were abusive towards him, and it was just a really hard life. He lived in a in a poor neighborhood, and he was like getting up at four in the morning, taking like 
multiple types of transportation uh, to get to school. And he was, you know, just working his butt off to, to, to kind of get somewhere. And he inspired me. So I, I kind of turned up my academic game and I, I started getting good grades. I became, uh, I went from being like the class clown to the, the, the one that the other kids were asking for help. And so, so I, I ended up meeting him and he was a personal trainer and I didn't uh, even know what that was. And one day he, you know, I was, I was going for physical therapy and he shared that he was you know training I think he was working with mostly women and he said, yeah, he was helping them get fit and he's making, it was pretty good money. I want to say it was somewhere around like a hundred bucks a session. And this was like 23 years ago or something like that. Um, math might be off, but something like that. And I was in the middle of doing my, my uh, internship, not my internship, my volunteer hours for PT. And I don't know if she showed me or if I just peeked at one of the therapist's paychecks, but I saw the paycheck and I remember thinking like I was I was like I don't know if I was making more than her or close to it like part-time personal training and I just saw some things in that clinic that I did not like and I did not want to do. I saw uh just just my experience and it's a great field, but I saw people you know doing like insurance scams and they weren't really injured and like one guy I had trained jiu-jitsu with the night before and the next day he comes in with a neck brace and you know tells me like gives me like the shush you know the shush motion to so he's like man this, oh, wow. is, this is just this is just weird and then i saw a, a very elderly overweight gentleman getting like massage and his skin was like flying all over the room and i was like getting grossed Whoa. out so all that, yeah all that all that stuff happened and I, so i had I, I decided to to kind of stop pursuing that and i I went all in at that point. I think I was 18 must have been at that point. And I've been doing it ever since. I, you know, I have, I've had some you know, different zigs and zags. I've done, I was a professional martial artist, but I've never like had a corporate job or anything like that. Wow. So, Billy, a couple of things. Uh, thank you for that. That's, Those are some stories. I, I need, I need some you. scented candles yeah. now, by the way. But no, but so here's the thing. The, the, I was pre-physical therapy in college, but I never got that far. I, I, for me, it was the science and the classes. It sounds like you were okay with the classes. You just realize this isn't for me and so a lot of people don't figure that out but i if i can maybe jump ahead it sounds like you sure. did find your calling right like this is what you should be doing right yeah on accident absolutely. it sounded like yeah kind cool. of on kind yeah. of on accident but yeah that's unintentional cause I, the reason i i, I asked that is i lo- i mean i know there's a lot of people in the fitness business for the right reasons and they found their calling but it's but some sometimes not and sometimes it's not their fault but it's nice to run to somebody who is doing what they should be doing so you went you ended up uh graduating from was it queen's college i ended up so that was that that school i was telling you about was it was called nassau community college and then i ended up taking a break to pursue personal training I just went all in and I you know I started you know market learning you know learning all the things I needed to I, I got mentors and 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 I didn't know what I was doing but I was trying I ended up you remember Phil Kaplan I don't know I that so name Phil Kaplan no. was like a uh, he was like a I guess he was like a Thomas Plummer type mm-hmm. before you know way back in the day and I ended up getting like mentored from him and, and I started just building my business and then at age 25 I decided that I wanted to I guess I guess I thought I'm glad I went, but I guess I thought like I was missing something, so I wanted to go back and I went and got my degree in exercise and nutrition science, and it was it was a good experience. I I, I learned and met some great people, and I think more importantly, I kind of I I learned how to learn. If that makes sense. You learned how to learn. I love that. Yeah. Constantly in the pursuit of knowledge. So. Yeah. That, yep. Go ahead, brother. What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say that's like. That describes me really well. I've always had a, well, always, or at least since then, I've always had like this 
this like extreme desire to learn, especially useful things. Mm. Now, some people just like learning random things. That's why like I get really nervous if I ever go on podcasts and there's like a like like trivia about something like like some other field or something because I'm like you know I, I get really passionate about learning things that I that I need to know for what I'm going to do or that are practical or useful, and I've, I've always kind of leaned into that. No, that's awesome. I, that, I mean, that actually, we could if we. That that's an interesting topic that we should explore sometime, Kitty, because that is, or and maybe you have more to say about that, because I think everybody, I'd like to think most people like to learn. Mm. They might like to do it at their own pace, or there's there, there's a some people like to read, watch on the on the job, you know, in person, whatever, hands on. But that whole you know applicable stuff versus just fun random stuff. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying it because I like to learn weird shit that that applies to nothing. And you know what? And, and yeah. you got Billy over here, you know, more successful than me because he's learning stuff. Learning th- things to apply to his actual <laughs> right, real life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it sounds like you got into personal training kind of on accident. Happy little accident, Bob Ross. But I do want to know your first boot camp that you held uh, was in yeah, May is, 2014. Yeah. Is that is that right? Oh man, that's cool. Yeah, how'd you know that? I deep dive, that, that, uh, deep dive, brother. That uh, that Spooky, is awesome uh, because I yeah I kind of forgot about that. But at that point, I was I I done a lot of things like like before that I was uh, independent contractor in a in the gym where I kind of grew up going to when I first started working out, and then I, at some point I think it was the next job was a gym on wheels. So I Ooh. worked for a guy who had a big box truck and a bunch of equipment in it and I would drive to people's houses they would come out of their house and into the truck and and do a training session uh, so that how was interesting that how, do you have power blocks <laughs> I in there say. that, that I, I, it's a good question did it did he have power blocks he should have I, I can't he might have I, I I first I first got when did I first get introduced to the power blocks it might have been there it was so long ago but I have my power block story I could share too but so so I did that and then I worked at another studio and then I ended up making a deal to the whole physical therapy thing came full circle because I had built a relationship with a, a really successful clinic in my area, which is the place that I was uh, telling you about. So I had built a relationship with the owner there and she was very driven and her and I got along really well. It was like nobody else like really liked her, but like, I guess, I guess I had a soft spot for her. She was just a very driven person and and she kind of you know she wasn't she wasn't very relational but mm. I, I for some reason i got along with her and and i made a deal with her to i've done this a few times where i just you know you have to just kind of go with the flow and and kind of work on the fly and, and i had never i didn't have any experience with it but i ended up making some kind of deal where i was the man like the manager of her post rehab uh, fitness area and mm. I was like, coordinating training and I was like hiring trainers and I, I made this like revenue split deal and all this stuff. I, so, so I, I was, I, I was doing that and I don't remember how or where the idea came, came from, but I did a boot camp and it was, it was great. It was really successful. It was like through that facility, but I also had people coming in like on my own and it was, it was like a duration. It was whatever it was, six weeks. And now I filled it up and it was awesome, made good money. And for some reason, I like didn't think to keep doing it. You know, everybody had a great time and it's like, when's the next one? I was like, I don't know. I, I got busy with something else and that would have been great if I had continued that, but I didn't. And then I went back to it years, years later. With Total Body Bootcamp, right? Yeah. Yep. That was 2010. Okay. 
So what what is the difference between Total Body Boot Camp? Is it just like show up and go for it, or or what makes you different? Why would I want to work with you? Yeah, so we've we've well, I mean, actually you're cool, but... yeah we we've actually like evolved so much that our 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 name is very different than it was. So it's 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 I even had the the thought several times of rebranding. Just just don't feel like doing it because you know we have a pretty good reputation now. And like if you walked in our gym, you would be like you wouldn't. It's not what you think a boot camp is. You know our average our average member now is know in their 50s or higher and it's like it's more like personal training in a small group setting so that's like our differentiator now is that we really like personalize the the programs but they're still and i think i think all of my experience kind of helped with that because i had that like large group like back then we just skipped over like 11 years but back then when it started it was you know up to sometimes as many as you know 20 to 30 maybe even more people in one huge space Mm. like kind of like talk about Todd Durkin, but like that high energy, you know, chanting and you know, everybody kind of going nuts, sweating and high-fiving each other. That's kind of how it started. And then it, it evolved. I could tell you that if, 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 uh, if you want, but it evolved and we added the small group. And that was actually when, when we met, which is the, the, the plumber, that's where I learned a lot of the, like the small group systems. And then we started implementing that. And that nice. was, I don't know, Jason, if you remember what year that was. The yes, I do. It was 2012. 13, 12, 12. Okay, So yeah, so yeah. yeah. So, yeah I, right. so that that was when I started like implementing it. I didn't I didn't make a full transition, but then now now we do none of what I just mentioned with the large groups, and it's all older people, smaller groups, uh, a little bit more like um, you know, it's 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 more expensive, but it's more personalized. Intimate, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like a personal experience. So Billy. It, so, because I think we might have some listeners who are in the fitness space, like gym owners, or yeah, want to be, sure. or want to be gym owners, and want to be on their own. <clears throat> I spent a lot of 2011 to about a year or two ago trying to convince fitness business owners that uh, they had to get into small group and get away from one on one and get away from the large group. Yep. And you know, it was. You know, I, and I had examples. I mean, I you know, you weren't a client, but I had several people like that. But like, if you had to tell a gym owner why the number the number one or two or three reasons on why that's yeah. the way to go, what would you say? Let's see. I would say the the large group is in a lot of ways that's the easier one to argue against. Like, I, I like the large group to me is kind of like a race to the bottom because it's just like you know how many how low can we charge for this? It's more of a commodity. It's so easy to copy. And it's it was good back then, but I think it's it's kind of it's kind of run its course. And you know how many of the franchises and all these other businesses with you know deeper pockets than most of us have? How are we going to be able to sustain that? I just don't see it as a as a great option for people. And one on one, I have some clients that do one on one, and I know people that do large group and do well with it. But that, I know that's a very kind of like a broad answer. So, but I, I I'm a huge fan of the of the small group. That's all we do now. It's it's more revenue per hour. Uh, so I guess for like two or three reasons, I would say more revenue per hour is a huge reason. And then you're helping more people. Mm. And I think it's just a more enjoyable business to run. One on one is just kind of like, you know, you kind of like it's like this like therapy kind of deal. And mm. it's just it's just not as it's not as fun. So, Billy, what about from maybe answer that question again? Maybe you don't have to go, you know one or two or you can just go one reason but answer that from the the members per so somebody's nice. out there listening going okay why do i want this now i got this guy on he's been successful at it he's you know they, they trust that you know what you're doing you've got great you know great clients and you've changed a lot of lives um 
and they're like, why, you know, what's, why is small group better for me than large group or one-on-one? So uh, you're talking about from the customer's perspective, right? Yes. I would say, uh, definitely better. Like, like me as a customer would rather do the small group, uh, because I think, and I tell this to people who inquire, you're getting the same, if not like 90, like almost all of the same benefits as one-on-one at a fraction of the cost. And it's more fun. And you're going to get, I, you know, if you're, if you're, most people have a little bit of that, like wanting to be around people, especially after, a, after a pandemic, you know, there's, there's, there's always, you know, there's always different personalities. You know, there may be a very small percentage of people that really don't want to be around other people at all. But I would say, you know, anybody that has any desire to be a part of a community, which I think most of us do have that that's, that's huge. And just adds accountability. You, it, you, you, you know, you meet great people. You're all kind of working towards the same kinds of goals. You're, you're, you're just, you know, just do better when we're with other people and we're working towards, uh, you know, good betterment, you know, together. Dig it. Now we know that you're training, coaching, but you also have your own podcast and have a really special niche of helping fit pros find financial success. I actually kind of want to know, like, what what kinds of things might you talk about on your podcast? Yeah, so that whole that whole thing started with my my personal story. So I guess I could do long story short. About eleven years ago, my wife and I found ourselves in one hundred and thirty thousand dollars of non mortgage debt, and so yes, yeah, so that was a huge part of our journey. Was we're able, we, thankfully we're able to get out of that, and in five years, sorry, there's a I'm outside, there's a helicopter above me. But they, they, in five years, we were able to get out of all that debt. And then uh, as the, the gyms started doing you know, better and better, people started asking me like how we're running things. And I ended up doing some business coaching. And that led to me like digging into numbers with people and realizing that a lot of them were and we also my wife and I also have worked with couples and other people like through our church and things like that but but on the on the fitness side a lot of the gym owners you know were in trouble financially they were you know some of them were pretty close to going bankrupt or you know just being in a lot of debt not paying themselves anything or enough so I ended up starting to you know develop a passion for helping them with some simple things you ask like what kind of things we talk about I mean the, the podcast is finance and its personal development, personal growth. Like I had a guest on talking about leadership and, and different, you know, different things like that, but mostly it's, it's personal finance. And so we'll talk about, you know, how to get out of debt, how to save for retirement, uh, how to live a, you know, live a better life, how to communicate with your spouse about money, how to relate with money yourself. I'd say those are some of the kinds of topics. So not just about. for fitness professionals, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, we have listeners. We have we have all types of listeners. I think I have that. Like I have, of course, that's what I am. So I have like a special understanding of what they go through. Mm. But I'm not just a fit pro. I'm also a husband. I'm also a father. You're a human. So, so it's, yeah, exactly. So it is. It is all. It is pretty much all the same stuff. So coming from being a human, Billy, what yeah. is what is the key thing that you would want our listeners to know about? How to move forward with their financial future, or like, what can I put into action right now to benefit me, myself? So, I mean, uh, let's start. Let's start with if you're listening and you want to take a, a positive step. I, I would say we. I call it taking an inventory. So, I'd start there. There might be another step from there if you if you want to take some like forward action. But you have to just like in fitness, you know, if it's like, hey, I want to get I want to get in shape. What do I do? I think it's like determining where you are. So it's like, where am I? 
you know, where do I want to go and how do I get there? So until you determine, you know, where you are, it's going to be hard to determine what to do because, you know, one listener might be in debt, another might not be, another might be wanting to buy a house, another might be wanting to get engaged. I mean, so there's so many different scenarios. So it's where am I? And that could be anything from your net worth. Uh, It could be, you know, what kind of debt you have, what kind of savings you have, your income. I mean, all those pieces are, it could be part of that. And then it's, you know, where do I want to go? So, so simple thing, like if, if, if there's listeners that, that, that are in debt, I would say, you know, get a snapshot of that. You know, what does it look like? You know, you have to, you have to kind of face the reality. That's what we did is, is putting it on paper and listing it out. And from there, it's making a plan of attack. And I can get you know, specific as you'd like. I don't know if I don't know where, where you want to go with that. Well, all, all of that inventory, taking inventory. I mean, I know you have a, a seven step plan that I want mm-hmm. people to know. Where would I find more about your seven step plan or how would I find your podcast, Billy? So a couple of places, a podcast, just check out anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it's iTunes or Spotify or wherever else. It's called Your Fitness Money Coach Podcast. Uh, there's also a website called yourfitnessmoneycoach.com where you'll find nice. more information. There's free resources. I have like a, uh, we call it spending plans, kind of like a budget form. We have a debt snowball form. I just have to keep track of that stuff. So we're constantly adding tools. And then, of course, we have different you know paid options, programs, and things like that. Question for you, Billy. We got yeah. a cu- couple more questions, and we're going to play some trivia. Yeah. Somebody uh, says to you, somebody says to you, I don't have time to exercise. What's your response? My my response is like is like that's that typical like you don't have time not to exercise because you want to uh, make a difference in this life in this world you want to be the best version of yourself you want to be able to impact others if you're a parent you want your kids to be healthy you want those around you you want to be a you just want to be a better influence yourself uh, you starts with taking care of yourself you have to do that i mean you're going to be so much better off uh, when you're kind of moving in a positive direction yourself mm-hmm. before you could help anybody else i think so many people you know they put their kids first or they put their job first but if you don't have your own health none of that stuff you're not going to have any of that other stuff so i would say that you just have to you know kind of do the inventory on the health side and say you know where am i now and 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 what can i do and just it's, it has to be a non-negotiable and start where you are you know maybe it's just a little more than you're used to right now i think a lot of times people are going for the big home run they're mm. looking for mm. the, uh, the the yeah the quick fix uh diet plan or the crazy insane insane workout it's like hey let's just start with you know getting up a few minutes earlier maybe going for a walk something to start creating that identity i think that's where the magic happens where you start to feel like you are that type of person like for mm. me i've been love that. a fitness professional for 23 years so if, if in that regard like i don't have that issue because like i'm just the type of person that prioritizes that like i have you know three businesses at least i have four children i have all this stuff but I still work out, and it's not because because I'm a I'm a trainer. There's plenty of trainers that don't work out. It's just because that's just who I am. Like if I have a lot to do and I have to work, and I didn't work out yet, like I'm gonna do the workout. Like it's just, we all get to choose what we do, and I, I think it's just creating that identity in yourself that that starts making that that big difference for you. Makes sense. Well said. Yeah, like Kitty's a golfer. That's, she, that's what she does. I'm kidding. She, <laughs> I can't. So, so, so uh, hey, uh, favorite dad joke. Oh man, oh man. Let's see. Favorite dad joke. I should have some with four kids, right? I am gonna have to get back to you on that one. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm no thinking problem. About Put it. you on the spot. I thought maybe you might have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't think of one either. Kitty, got I've one? got. I got one. It's what really got, bad. What got, what okay. What did Tennessee? 
What did Tennessee? Don't know. What? The same thing, Arkansas. That was a bad dad joke, but that's, <laughs> like that's what I had in the moment, I like, gentlemen. I like dad jokes. Waka Those waka. Are good. So are you hey, good, at, are good at trivia? You ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's do some trivia. Hey, so Billy, this this was awesome. We're gonna do trivia, and and we're gonna call her good. We'll probably have you back on. Love to awesome. have people like you on. Thanks for the you know the, the fitness advice, the financial advice. People can f- find you. Did you cover that the website or the the podcast? Yes. Okay. Yep. Right, Yourfitnessmoneycoach.com. Cool. All right, we're ta- we're gonna That's hand right. it over to Dan Rathbun. Get uh, ready. All right. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Billy. Now it is time for the fitness inquisition. Oh my goodness. Jason's excited. Defending champ. Defending champ. No one ever expects that people's inquisition. Bring it. Okay, here's how it's going to work out. This is going to be a competition, so we're going to go Jason and Kitty and Billy in a competition. So winner takes all. So mm-hmm. there are no teams, no helping, no mm-hmm. assistance from the audience. And I've got five magical fitness questions that are loosely related to fitness in some way. Actually, today, are, they're, they're mostly fitness-related awesome. right. questions. So, so we're going to get started. The way this is going to work is I'm going to read out a question. If you know the right answer or think you know the right answer, shout out your name. Your name is going to be your buzzer. So the first name I hear, I'm going to turn the question over to you. You have the opportunity to answer that. If you get it right, we'll let you know. If you get Yay. it wrong... We'll let you know. Billy's nervous. Ready, so. ready. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm still trying to think of a dad joke. I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we threw. We threw him for a loop. He's gonna be thinking of dad jokes the whole time. I yeah, will. I will accept a dad joke as a bonus question, uh, as a go. bonus point for the trivia round. Okay. So. I'll keep that in mind. There's one. It's, a, it's like I remember half of it, so I'm, I'm gonna try to get, get, try to get that one. You're gonna need it to win. <laughs> okay. Final round. All right. Question number one. What is the only exercise? Where holding your breath is recommended. I, Jason, Jason. God, the only exercise. I'm just gonna say squat. It is not. Yeah, figured. Holding your breath. I'm gonna be really logical and say breathing exercises. I'm yeah. sorry, that is incorrect. Like Wim Hof type stuff. Okay. I'll give you one more chance. Billy, I'll give you're the only one who hasn't answered incorrectly. I'm going to rephrase oh. this question for you cuz <laughs> I I was a little tricky when I wrote this. What is the only exercise where holding your breath is mandatory? Oh. Any guesses? Oh man. No. Okay, the swimming? <laughs> swimming underwater is the well, only exercise. Oh, that's okay, well, you should give me that anyway. <laughs> that's good. Listen, listen, let me, a, let me grab my point That's a now. bullshit question, <laughs> yeah, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that's a you, bullshit question. Th- that's a complete bullshit question. <laughs> but all right, go ahead. That's what we're used to from Dan. I mean, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to grab my point now because I have my dad joke. Okay, fair Okay, right. go ahead. All right, so I tried to take a selfie in the shower, but it got all steep, blurry and steamy. I guess I have self-esteem issues. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's cute. Self-esteem uh, issues. Self-esteem. You're going to have even more after you don't get any points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're oh, rude today. The trash talk is coming I, out early. Kidding. That was a good one, Billy. Yeah, okay. I like it. I like Next question. I, pr- I promise there are no trick, no more trick questions on sure. this one. So, all right. Next question. Question number two. What is the largest joint? In the body, uh, Kitty Billy. Go uh, ahead, Billy. Billy, I would say it's the the hip. That is technically not the joint that I not have. True. 
I have another one, but I already went. Oh, no. so somebody give, give him the give him the wrong signal. Oh, yep, there we go. It's not so. He said hip, but it's not the joint you have on your paper. Would you say it's pelvis? Not, uh, pelvis? No, no, it is not the no. pelvis. No, oh. Jason. Jason. Marijuana. I told you there were no more trick questions No the correct response is knee The knee is the largest joint in the human body I think Jason should get that one (laughs) (laughs) I'd give it to him I'll give you half point for that one Half point So okay Inflammation Question number three Inflammation around the tibia Is commonly referred to as what? Jason Jason? Fuck. Uh, sorry. I, I don't know. Kitty. I, 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 Billy. Oh, Billy. Yeah. It's a, yes, shin splints. I'm sorry. You, you, time ran Ouch. out. Yeah, Billy, j- did you know it? Billy? I'm going to say, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a stab at that one. I'll say shin splints. Got a boy. That is correct. <laughs> nice job. Good, Good job. Dang it. I... <laughs> shin splints. Okay. Question number four. Roger Bannister was the first man. Jason. Oh. Jason, four minute mile. That is correct. Oh, nice job. Good. That is correct. All right, we're coming down to question number five. This is the last one? This is the final question. Final. What's the, what's the yeah, score? Yeah, what's the score? Right now, Billy is in the lead with two correct answers. Jason has one and a half correct answers. And Kitty, I haven't heard anything from you yet. Well, maybe no. if you would have done the first question off correctly. Game. <laughs> off her game. She's off her game. Maybe if you would have worded it correctly. Yeah. Words hey, are important. Hey, don't blame the judges. Maybe, don't blame maybe the judges. Maybe you need to get in a better mood there. Hey, yeah. All right. Final question. German volume training focuses on a heavy amount of sets and repetitions. What is the rep and set scheme for this type of training? Wow. Jason. Jason, so, do you want to know how many sets and how many reps? Yep, how many sets, how many 100, reps? 100, 100. A little too much volume. Okay. Too much volume. Yeah. Too many reps. I don't know. Billy? No, no, it's one of them is right. But. Okay. Billy, what do you got? You were close. Uh, I know it's, I know it's, I, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll go for a half point. I'll say it's a lot. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Yeah. It is a lot. Something I myself could not do. You were close on the 100, Jason, because yeah. it's 10 sets of 10 reps. Oh. Ah, 100 total. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Got okay. it. 100 Got total. It. So you were close. All right. Ooh. And that, that means Billy won. That means yeah. Billy won. That means and I got to give you a shirt. <laughs> Our guest won. So we're going to send you a free Power Block t-shirt. Wow. Oh, no selfie was... steam there. <laughs> nice. I will say just a special shout out to Power Block. Uh, I have to give him a shout out here too. My longest standing client. And this is a one-on-one client. His name is Morris. And I've been training him since... It was, I remember when the 9-11 attacks happened, I had already been training him. So it's been at least 20 years and uh, we've been using the power blocks ever since. That 20 years. Shout out. 20 years. Yes, yeah. 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 We're that's powered cool. by power blocks. Well, hey, we dig it. Yeah. That's awesome. And Billy, I'm coming on your podcast, right? Come nice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. You can, you know, ask me any questions. Thanks but... for the invite guys. Appreciate you. Thanks. <laughs> Rock on with Please. bad selves. Thanks. I'm, you'd be a better I'm guess, too positive. But, but I'm already I'm booked. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Billy, appreciate your time. Knew it was going to be a good time. Thanks for uh, your insight. Thanks for your wisdom. Anybody listening, check him out. You know, financial your stuff. Your fitnessmoneycoach.com. Fitness you know, you got financial f- uh, fitness. You got physical fitness. You got everything. Total body boot camp with your yeah. bad self. I got like some, it. Some, thank okay. you so much, Absolutely. Billy. Dad jokes. Yeah, thank you guys. You guys are awesome, and uh, I loved, uh, loved talking with you. High fives your way, brother. Thank you so See much. See you, Billy. Awesome. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Whole Facker. He won. Yeah, I know. Nice job. Yeah, it was pretty good.
That was this is the example. Those of, are really difficult, bro. Of me Thanks in my so, older age, is that, and maybe I always had this, but it doesn't. I, you know, I it's tip of the tongue thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember kind of growing up oh. playing. I played a lot of Trivial Pursuit with my parents, and now I remember you know them kind of doing. They, yeah. They'd eventually get it, or you know, I'm like, how did you? You kind of knew that. Well, okay, now I'm there. I get it. It takes a second to <laughs> to remember it. Yeah, and I'm sober. <laughs> Did not being sober help you to remember? I don't know. No, uh, early stages of alcohol uh, do help with recall, I think. Yeah? I, yeah. And certainly creativity. Well, if you're studying for a test drunk, you should probably take the test drunk. Well, that that that, that whole that self-induced recall? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that's called. I don't know what it's yeah, called, but I think that is. pretty cool, man. Yeah, Sounds I, like your college I, career. I think that, no. <laughs> no, I, not me. <laughs> JK. I did my share of, fair share of drinking, but I went to every class sober. But I think that's more common in college students with marijuana. I, I agree with that. Because I think, I think after two drinks, you're done studying. Yeah, yeah. Right? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Or passed out. on to other stuff. Yeah. Dig it. Kitty, what do you think? What would you most like about Billy Hofacker? Man, he had some really good nuggets. I think if if anyone was listening that's having problem with finances, it wasn't just for fit pros. Like yeah. you said, it was for everybody. A guy that's one hundred thirty thousand dollars in debt at uh, whatever age he was 20, 30, uh, 30, yeah, yeah. twenty eight, twenty three. You know, like and and he, and he makes it clear non mortgage debt. You know, I mean, you know, credit card loan sharks. Who knows, right? Just, yeah, he repoed his car. You know, yeah, yeah. Not did good. you say that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I read it. Yeah. Read it when yeah. I did my deep dive. Yeah, yeah. So good for him. Cool. Fantastic. Anything else we want to bring up? No, my story. If you do have a yeah, story about yeah, anything yeah. anything that has happened since us- utilizing power block dumbbells, adjustable kettlebells, any of the above, we'd love to hear about it. Let us know about your results, about your transformation, about your benefits. Yeah. My story at powerblock.com. Have had no problem getting people to, to give us stories. And I, if you've been listening to the podcasts, and I know you have. I have. They, you know, Then you know that there's some pretty compelling ones. But you don't feel don't feel like you can't send a... Hey, got your power blocks, and they're awesome. They're, they're pretty cool. rad. Yeah, and I just I use them every day, and sure. blah blah blah. That's Bro. cool too. We might read that one. Yeah. And if you do want to get a hold of us, let us know about a topic that you're looking for. Let us know if Dan's trivia questions are crap. What you know, if he needs to oh, word them correctly. Definitely send me get a hold of us. Get that. a hold of us. Podcast at powerblock.com. You, We'd love to hear from you. I don't know how many Yahoo accounts you have, but why don't you start sending? I'm, I'm just going to spam the crap out of you, Dan. I can. Dan I, I, I can show it to him. <laughs> this came from. Make K- me fall asleep. KTL555 at yahoo.com. This, those questions aren't fair. I wouldn't you're, know what that mean. You're only encouraging me to continue to oh do what gosh. I'm doing. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just adding fuel to the flame, aren't I? <laughs> well, hey, That's I, all I got for you. Yeah, no, it, I like his questions. I'm actually getting a couple I know. I'm, yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, t- uh, I guess we're done. Thanks we for, are done. Thanks Thanks, thanks, thanks Billy. Thanks, Jason. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Bob. Thanks, Mr. Felton. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>